Take two, episode one. Welcome to Living Frankly with Liv and Frank. I'm your co-host, Liv. And I'm your other co-host, Frank. Welcome to our new podcast. <laughs> to the, the rebranded podcast. Some of you might be very confused because you might be used to seeing a cartoon image with the words the doctor and the dork written on it. And every podcast you've heard up until now was the doctor and the dork. But we kind of got sick of doing the doctor and the dork segment, so. Yeah, it um it felt clunky. I don't know. Yeah. I think we liked talking. We didn't enjoy it enough. It felt too organized for how disorganized we were, <laughs> which isn't saying much because it was like, you know, five talking points, but... It felt like work. Yeah, I think we just like talking better. Just yeah. seeing where the conversation goes, Why don't you tell us how good the podcast name Living Frankly is? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I thought I really, really hit it on the head with uh, the doctor and the dork, because mm-hmm. you're a doctor, I'm a dork. I thought it was going to be, it, it, it had sounded, potential. it sounded good at the time. And, uh, when you said living, frankly, I just, I was like, that's, that's it. Good, that's right? the one. This yeah. is what we're running with. Yeah. So welcome everybody to the new podcast. Um, I tried to create an agenda of what we would talk about today, but Frankie told I me. I shot that down so <laughs> quick. We weren't going to be doing that. Yeah. No, no way guys. So that's, uh, she immediately tried to restructure the podcast and make it work all over again and i said not today why don't you tell the audience what we're sipping on today um you're talking about our apple cider i i'm talking like this is a plug it's it is but it isn't because they're never going to hear this podcast but should the, our future sponsors may like to our hear how we sponsors, present our future sponsors our, our cranberry crisp cider from Keneb Orchards. it's not really from Keneb orchards it's just bottled by them well, the name of the enough. place is patriot heritage Oh, Patriots that, Heritage. Oh, Patriots Heritage. Yeah. You think I would have remembered That's that. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about tell this? Tell the audience. What do we do in a review for them? It's some good cider. <laughs> no, I meant the actual place itself because you oh, really liked the place. Um, It's... Describe great, it. Paint them right, a picture. So it's somebody's backyard. <laughs> literally. Verbatim. It's They have a second driveway. They did an addition onto their home. It came out great. They have a tasting room that seats like Storytelling is not his forte. Um, We're I'm on the motorcycle. I'm like Stephen Actually, King. I'm painting a picture. Exactly. <laughs> Storytelling is not my forte. We're driving down the road. It appears I've led us into the we middle on a motorcycle. of nowhere. As usual, I've assumed that I have led us in the incorrect directions using the GPS. But now is not the time that I'm going to admit it. You've got to really be on the wrong path before you admit that you've taken a wrong turn. Guys, Olivia <laughs> sits in the passenger seat all the time with the GPS in hand and will look at it, look <laughs> at me, look back at the GPS, and then give me the wrong directions. Okay, but last I know what? I'm not alone with it. But let me ask you a question. <laughs> I can't even ask you the straight face. What? The question was going to be, have we ever missed a turn? Yes. But the answer is no, because we always just take the turn a little too early. <laughs> or a little too late. I don't know. I think usually I pin us a little early because uh, I panic that we're going to miss it. So. Yeah, no, you definitely And you say this early. right, and I said, I didn't realize there was a right here. This must be the right. Yeah, take it. And then next thing you know, we're off the path. But no, this place was really cute. It was like an attachment off their house. It had just like maybe... Four high top tables, uh, a big kegerator, a little serving area. A, a little kegerator? And then Frankie really hit it off with the owner, the guy, because he had shipping containers that well, he, he was used, using. He used to be a, 
an oh, architect. Engineer. Oh, was no, he an he architect? was an architect. <laughs> um, but he really got into like you know uh, do-it-yourself home projects. So like he has like a whole orchard in his backyard for testing his stuff. He's got his uh, tasting room. He's got his entire brewing setup attached to the house. They have this great screened-in porch that doubles as a tasting room. Um, his garage, he slapped on some, like, 40-foot, um, shipping containers. Um, so that was very interesting, getting to see his setup and how he stores everything. And I feel like I'm outing it, like, outing them as if it's not also a business. Like, I feel weird talking about someone's home. Oh, it's not like, like we saw the actual inside of their home. No, no, well, I mean, we were technically sitting in it. Yeah, we were it, sitting in, yeah, along a shared wall of it. Yeah, a shared wall. I mean, it's attached to their house. Literally, the, the walkway It was between, so well done, though. It was so well done. They have a, a door from their living room onto the actual tasting room. So, like, when we got there, they must have had cameras, so mm-hmm. they came out right away. No, it was a great little setup. Um, Let's move on, though. People don't want to <laughs> hear about some little sidery that they're probably never going to go to. But if you are in the upstate New York region, I do highly recommend what um, was it again? It was Patriots Heritage. All right. And if you feel like you're going the wrong way, that means you're going the right way. Yeah. Um. Next, some big news I don't think we've talked about on any of our podcasts was that we're engaged. Olivia's my ex-girlfriend. Uh-huh. Ah, it's so funny because she is because she's my fiance now. <laughs> yeah, we got engaged. Frankie, how did it feel to propose? Um... Uh, I, I, I don't know. Stress relieving. Like I was definitely nervous. Were you? Um, you I, told I me you weren't was, really nervous. I thought I was going to botch it so bad. Really? Um, like what? Like we, how? Like we took a, a video when we were proposed. So for the record guys, Olivia and I took a vacation to, uh, my buddy's wedding out in Utah. Um, I love how you say Utah. And, uh, what, what? It's just so throaty. Utah? Utah. Utah. I don't even hear it. Whatever. <laughs> Utah. Anyway, so we went out there for his wedding to start our week off, and we took a whole week out there. And we went down to Zion National Park to find out you got to make reservations to get into the park. That was a news flash to me. Anyway, I ended up, you know, popping the question outside of the park. We had this nice little hiking trail through like this ravine. It was really cool. It was like 10 minutes from the truck. And, uh, yeah, I, I was like, I was so nervous that I wasn't going to have like a good spot because we didn't get into Zion. Mm-hmm. I was like scrambling to find another spot that would be like nice and secluded. Um, I argue it probably actually turned out better than if we were on a main path. Because I feel like if we were on a main path, so many other people would have been around oh, us. Oh, so many people. And that little spot, there was like nobody. Yeah. No, you have no excuses if uh, you ever divorce me. You, you had your chance. I didn't oh. peer pressure you at all with that engagement. You had the chance to say no and run away. Nobody would have been the wiser. Yeah, but then I would have been left in the canyons of Utah. <laughs> that was the imminent threat, yeah. But yeah, I definitely, like, I should have seen it coming in that moment for a variety of reasons, but I really didn't, especially when you told me to set up the camera. Like, you never want to take a picture, but I was yeah. like, it is a very beautiful I knew spot. you saw that ring. Okay, I, I didn't it. see the ring, you for the record. It. You knew it was coming. <laughs> I did see the paperwork associated with the <laughs> ring, and I will never be able to look that down. And I was going to take it to the <laughs> grave, but when you were criticizing my response, I had to come clean. I knew something was off. I knew it. 
Guys, I tried to be a good person. He got, like, all this car cleaning stuff. So one day I'm out there cleaning my car. And I was like, well, I'm already out here. I might as well go on and clean his car. Like, that would be nice of me to do. What a spontaneous, unexpected thing. If only I wasn't hiding the engagement ring in the back seat of my truck. I take all the front seat mats out, like, shake them out. I start to go in the back. And then I see some jewelry cleaner. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. Well, maybe his grandfather gave him this to clean some... Some old silver dishes or something. Silver dishes. And then I see this paperwork on it that says the jeweler's name. And then I said, oh, no, I'm not supposed to be in here. Panic. And then I put his mask back in. And then he asked me later, did you uh, did you go in my car earlier? Yeah. Well, I opened the door and the whole front seat is clean. The mat is cleaned off. I'm like, clearly somebody came in and you said, oh, yeah. All I had time to do was shake the mats out, and I was like, well, clearly it looks like you vacuumed and dusted, so it's like, I think you had a little more time than the mats. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, no, I was I was well convinced that you knew that you'd seen it at that point. Yeah, but, and it wasn't until like a month or two after the engagement that I finally told you I knew what yeah. was coming. Yeah, so... It's yeah. too bad, though, because if you had seen my reaction in the garage after that, that would have been a much more, like, true reaction. But you didn't get to see that. Nobody got to see that. Wait, were you crying? I was like, oh my god, I'm actually gonna get married. <laughs> I, like, stood there for a few seconds, and I was like, wow, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. that was, uh, you know what really should have gave it away oh boy was the weeks of like how chipper you were you were in such a good I'm mood always, guys don't listen i'm always in a good mood she's never in a good mood guys All right. she wakes up like the devil <laughs> horns and everything there's a reason it's called morning shout out to adele for teaching me that <laughs> you're morning you're you morning. woke up <laughs> yeah, exactly um yeah, I should have known because you were so nice for like weeks on end prior to that. To be fair, you were also extra nice because you were trying to butter me up. Yeah, I was trying to butter you up. <laughs> so, uh, but got engaged. That went off without a hitch. How's wedding planning going? Everybody's um, probably wondering. Oh, I wasn't even gonna get there. I was oh. gonna talk about how we almost killed you on a on hike Utah. In, in Utah in the Canyonlands. Yeah, I mean, overall, Utah was... Shout out Canyonlands. It was the best hike I did. It was beautiful. It was. But, you know, after, like, uh, so long on the road... Number one, road trips. If you think you're in a good relationship, go on a road trip for over six hours and then tell me what your relationship is like. How about uh, you drive the entire time (laughs) and then talk to me? All right? The passenger princess here... Uh, got to relax and take in the view and was more salty yeah, she didn't have it's, target it's so stressful when you're asking me for directions and where have been in sos mode for the last three hours when i asked you for directions and for the third time with your three bars of signal your gps tells us we're in the and then desert. we get a whole cattle crossing that takes up the road for 30 minutes straight yeah no that wasn't that was actually closer to an hour <laughs> that was that was a hot minute we were stuck behind a herd of cattle anyway so one fun. of our one of i think one of the last parks that we went to was canyonland so frankie says why don't you look up a hike as we're on the way thank goodness by this point i did have some service back on my phone so I open up all trails and you know, if you've ever used all trails, you know that like an easy hike on there is basically like 
a nature trail, like a graveled or paved trail. Yeah, mostly it's heavily trafficked. So if you're looking to get a good hike in, you usually got to go the hard, difficult route. Yeah. And so, you know, we were looking for anywhere, I don't know, no shorter than six miles, but I think we were really looking for, for eight or so. Yeah, I think we were looking for eight. It's going to be a sweet spot. So, you know, I was stuck between a couple, but I found this one. I said, it was called the Sink Line Trail, and I said, great. So we get in there, we get all the paperwork, and I'm flipping through the little pamphlet that they gave us, and the Sink Line Trail says, warning, the most trail rescues happen on this trail. And I think, yeah, that's probably because all the out-of-shape tourists are here. Not me. I run a couple of times a week. I'm fit. I live in the Adirondacks. I've hiked once this summer. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> Indeed, I was not ready to go. Yeah, that was um, that was good for me. I got my tan on. Um, it wasn't even good for you. Don't lie. The, Don't act the like downside, it wasn't at least the, the hardship for you. Um, the downside was the lack of... We didn't bring enough water. We had enough food. Um, and we should have brought bug spray. That was Any the big spray. colossal mess up. Um, but overall, I don't think it was that. Like, it was look, so, it was all was good for the first third, and then once we hit mosquito territory, things rapidly went. It downhill. was physically strenuous, but like I had enough left in the tank to keep going for a bit. I felt like I had to stop every thirty seconds to breathe. In the I half. honestly, I did not feel winded. I felt like physically I felt tired. Like Day to day, I feel like a burden to everybody's life, but on that hike, I had never felt like more of a burden in my life. Uh, like, don't get me wrong, right? Like, it was a hard hike. Like, I could tell I had been hiking for hours, but I definitely wasn't like, oh, hey, I'm winded. It was and like, oh, hey, was... I had the fatigue of hiking in the sun for four hours. Like, that's what was... It was not well marked. So then we would hike, and Frankie would say, oh, actually, we're supposed to go that way. He doesn't realize I have not even enough in my tank to go the way we're already going, let alone backtrack and go a different yeah, direction. It was very poorly marked, especially when you got down into the lower part of the. And so you're I getting, could see how people die out there. Like you're getting mauled by mosquitoes, like actually swarms. So many mosquitoes. And uh, yeah, you're I out mean, of water. I, I, I just remember looking down at one point and having eight mosquitoes on my arm and being like where did these all come from i just remember kill them fast enough. reaching the point where i said well i guess i'm just a big mosquito now yeah that was it kind of made me cringe when you just started letting yourself get mauled i was yeah, like oh she's thing. in a bad way i hit my second one when i started singing christmas carols oh yeah just i, do I tried to that. keep my spirits up and then after that i couldn't do it anymore <laughs> <laughs> When the power of Santa failed you, yeah, you gave up I on had life. nothing left. All right. And all I kept thinking is every tenth of a mile closer I get is less far that the trail rescue team has to come to save me. No, Frankie I was, said he would have carried me out. I was ready to carry you out. It would have taken us a bit, but I feel like I could have gotten like ten minutes of hiking. What do you about you listeners? Have you ever hiked the Sinkline Trail or another trail that you felt like you were going to die? No, on? our friends have you not. Know, you know who would have loved that? You know who you should hike this with next time? Matt, Karen. Oh, you and Karen could crush that hike together. <laughs> I bet Matt and Sean would do it. Probably. They I don't know. Be. I think even Matt and Sean would struggle. Respectfully, boys, if you're listening. It I don't think it'd be ridiculous. as easy as it was for you. I think Hess would have... If they went with the same amount of water that we went with. I No, no, no. <laughs> if we go properly rationed... With no I, bug spray. No, no, no. Alright, no bug spray. Alright, I can live with that. You just gotta move quick through the bug areas. But, like, 
really the kicker was the lack of water when i had to start rationing water and giving it to you that was when i was like all right now i'm on a ticking timer yeah like now it's all right we got t-minus three hours to get out of here before we're in a pinch yeah because it was hot that day that was the real killer there too we had to move it along though i think we're losing our listeners losing they we never had them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> that's not how we get sponsors for the podcast. i'm so sorry guys all right um all right we didn't talk about next else? mister i don't want to make a plan to write down stuff to talk about um well i'm trying to think right so that kicked off our summer so that was a lot of fun we didn't hit any well we had adjacent fest oh yeah we did yeah so we we didn't hit oh, any we haven't metal done this podcast in forever that's what i'm saying um no, I just I like. What was your favorite? This. What was your favorite band, and what was your favorite part the, of Adjacent? These guys Fest? don't even know what Adjacent Fest is. It doesn't matter. So guys, they can look it up. We didn't do a metal show this year. We did an alt rock show, um, or just an alt show. I don't even really call it emo adjacent show. Em- yeah, that's why it was called Adjacent Fest. Emo adjacent. There you go. Um, really, that's how they. Did <laughs> yeah, the name. I looked up why oh. it was called Adjacent. All right then. Why don't um, you describe the crowd that was at the Adjacent Fest? Um. I would argue the most diverse crowd I've ever Yeah, I was going to say, I couldn't really pin it on anything. Heck, I saw two people that I grew up with and That's went to true. school with there, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Getting One of my see... friend's ex-boyfriends was there, but I didn't know it. Shout out Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out Rachel. Yeah, no. Yeah, I saw Derek and Nico there. That was cool. Um, overall, what was my was... friend Danielle? Danielle, it's great to see you. Yeah. No, that was a good time. So that was what? May? Yeah, but you didn't list your. This was before the engagement. Um, you didn't list your favorite band or your favorite part. Um, I think my favorite part. I thought the sand sculpture was mm, really cool. That was pretty. Cool. Um, getting to take photos in front of that because they made a giant sand sculpture on the beach that you walked past when you came in every day. And then um, favorite band was probably Royal and the Serpent. No, you didn't you like Coheed and Cambria? Weren't Coheed they and Cambria was good. Coheed and, you know, as I started listening to Coheed and Cambria more after the show. Oh, so you kind of really appreciate them. Yeah, then. so I didn't really listen to much of them before, okay. but I think I really liked um, Royal and the Did Serpent. Did you like them even though they were definitely lip syncing? Royal and the Serpent? Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, we did realize that. Right? <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't even notice. I, Me neither. Until I the that, end, I thought she put on a good show. And nonetheless, honestly, I still thought it was a good performance. Um, it does suck. They got cut short early. Yeah, they got cut their really entire short. last song, which did suck. Yeah. Um. But overall, no, that was that was a good one. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. There was a lot of good bands that weekend. There wasn't like any bad performances by any means. Yeah, I do think honestly, Royal and the Serpent was one of my favorite. I think Motion City soundtrack <clears throat> I liked a lot more than I thought I would. Wasn't I seeing Coheed and Cambria when you saw them? Maybe. I think I split off. Yeah, I think it was a couple of songs into their yeah. set you split off. Um, but it was Front Bottoms when you really loved me. Mm. Um. Yeah, I'd seen the Front Bottoms what twice now? Once. Once, once or twice. Once at a Lollapalooza. Yeah, that was that was enough for me. I don't know. <laughs> they're they're not my my slice of music. But the openers or headliners were uh, Paramore, who we didn't see. Yeah, we didn't see Paramore. And Blink One Eighty Two. Blink was good. Hadn't seen Blink in years. Blink is just one of those bands that like it's incredible how many songs you realize you know by them. It's incredible that they have that many songs and to this day you still know they pull lyric. a massive crowd. Yeah, yeah, like an insane crowd. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. No, I think the last time I saw them was like 
It did take place in Atlantic City, and I have no desire to ever go back to there in my life. Mm. I, I can't tell you why. Uh, Sam's birthday. That was the last time I was at Atlantic City. and I saw them at Six Flags there, and then, like, the real there, and then, like, Ooh. back in pharmacy school. How long ago was that? Uh, circa, I don't know, probably 2016. Say circa? Yeah, like 2016. around 2016. I graduated 2018. <laughs> I want to say it was a year or two before that. <laughs> when, uh, how do you, circa, how do you feel about using the word circa for anything that's like post-2000s? Why? You're not supposed it feel, to. It just feels weird. Me. When I think circa, I'm I'm expecting somebody to say like circa 19, or like 1750. Yeah. You know, I'm expecting an old date. You know, I get the the two thousands are, I guess, modern history, but mm. wild all the same. Circa, now, we're nice. old. Oh, I know. We turned thirty and thirty one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. That's that's a weird feeling, having been born in ninety three. I told him the other day. My friend was saying how she was thirty five, and like I knew in my mind she was a couple years older than me, but I said. Holy shit, that means I'm, I'm much older than I realized. <laughs> well, I just think about it now, and I'm like, there are full-fledged adults that were born in after 9-11 now. Isn't it just wild being in your 30s? Like, do you remember being, like, 12, and you would look at somebody who's 30, and they are a full-blown adult with a full-blown life. And now I'm here, and I'm like, what is happening? No, 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 no. So there was a time where I thought that when I looked at adults and I was like, wow, they've just got it together. Yeah. No, now that I'm an adult, I've just realized that the whole time it's just been everybody running around like a chicken with their head cut off. Yeah. And it's just all a facade. You just don't see it as a kid at all. Yeah. yeah. Like, but no, it is. Nobody has a clue of what they're doing. And anyone who says they're does is out of their marbles. It's true. <laughs> like. No, it is, uh, yeah, no, it's been really, it's been a trip growing up and in the, in with the age of technology, yeah. I've really been thinking about that lately, God bless like since, like especially years. since we turned 30, right? Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't know. I've just been looking at a lot of the, like the, the amount of screens we have, like you lot. saw my work setup. I have like five screens by me at all times. Well, I sit here and watch TV and I can't even. Having one screen's bad enough, but that's not even, like, enough to keep my mind distracted from its thoughts. And I also got to play Candy Crush or do Duolingo at the same time. <laughs> it's a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, we have, uh, yeah, basically, like, childhood ADHD from yeah. uh, I really think about screens. it when I see, like, my cousins and knowing that, like, like, we grew up, whether or not you used it is a different question. But, like, in the age of AIM in MySpace, which was just, like... You were on either one for more than an hour. Like that was a lot of time to spend on. Let me ask you this: When did you get your first smartphone? What was your first phone a smartphone? No, I had a track phone. I but I got a track phone pretty young. I got a track phone probably tenth grade. But I had that all the way. It wasn't until I went to college, so until I was eighteen or nineteen, that I got a smartphone. And even then, I didn't have internet on there. All right. So I I had the facade of a smartphone. So I had um, a Juke 
was the first phone. Wow, I, I thought only old people had that. That was the one that oh, would I'm flip sideways. Oh, I'm thinking side- of the jitterbug. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. no, this is the one that would flip sideways. Didn't and it, it play music? Yeah, it yeah, was like one the, of the first music. Yeah, ones. it was like an original MP3 player one, yeah. and it was rectangular, and it would get even longer when you flicked it open. <laughs> it was such a ridiculous um, design. Oh my god, it was so garbage. <laughs> it was so garbage. That's the only one they haven't tried to recreate. They've got the flip phone coming back, but the juke is nowhere in <laughs> No, nobody wants a juke. Um, and then I had a flip phone until, oh, when did I get it? So 2016. Circa 2016. Yeah, circa 2016, <laughs> yeah. So I had, uh, I had a flip phone all the way up until then, and that was that. What and phone then, did you really want when you were, like, a kid? Like I didn't want I, a phone. I really wanted the razor, like, a pink razor, and then I really wanted a black I was bear. really out of the to loop on To this day, phones. I still wish I had a black <laughs> Like, I grew up with everyone in my family having landlines yeah. and always using them. Like, my parents, I still remember to this day, they had a black book. With, and I'm pretty sure my mom still has it. My grandma has her Rolodex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally just a black yeah. book of... Uh, names um, and phone numbers. Yeah, names, numbers, all... Uh, you know chronological Do you know your parents phone number off your heart um yeah like if I know you were both in an emergency them. yeah i know both of them if I don't you were in an emergency i know it's terrible i know yours <laughs> if you were in an emergency how many numbers would you be able to reach out to before you would be out of people like if you didn't have your phone and you had to make a call um would you only have your parents yeah i'd have two and that's it yeah I'd i have... might be able to figure yours out but it'd be a lot of bad tries <laughs> before you finally connected yeah it. i know you're a 315 yeah and well, that's good it. for a while you wouldn't get that far right yeah i know you're a 315 and then uh yeah i i, I lose it is... after that i lose you on the other you know seven numbers <laughs> <laughs> So you can Google the Syracuse, got New York area code. I got code. an area code. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I'd only be good for three, so I can't. Actually, I know my grandparents do. I'd be good for four. No, nah, I don't know theirs. Actually, I, I used my, to know I'd my grandfather's. I'd actually be good for five. I'm crushing it. No, I got two numbers and I'm SOL. Wow. And I, I got, does 911 count? Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, how did we get down this road? Um, but yeah, so you had a flip phone until circa 2016, and then you got an iPhone? Yeah, yeah. No, I was just thinking on that, like, uh, so I've seen a lot of uh, articles popping up about, like, Apple getting dumped on yeah. about the new iPhone 15. Because they don't change anything. Because it's just lacks total innovation. Well, I remember I went from the iPhone 4 to the iPhone 6, and that was, like, a major improvement and then i went from the six to whichever one i currently have now 10. yeah you know what happened steve jobs died nothing's different the all only the reason i got died. this one was because the iphone 6 battery Look, just couldn't they had hang. all the innovation with him up to that point and then he probably had about three years worth of like future ideas yeah but let and me then ask you a question they were in the unknown when it comes to phones yeah how much further are we really gonna get i mean i think we're gonna get a chip in our head eventually but between the chip and where we are now, is there really much extra you, area you to would, go? No, so you would have to go with something like uh, what you have in video games, a HUD, like a heads-up display. Mm. So something that could super... So even if you had like the Google you would Glasses... You still need a visionary thing to be able like to do Google it. Glasses. Okay. So that's what they're doing. And they have like a a, a filament on the, um, the glasses. Yeah. And it's like having a, a, a see-through computer screen that can overlay and look things up. But you can talk to the glasses. They've actually been getting really good with them. I don't know if you can buy them. But. You know what I think we're going to get? I had this thought the other day. So, so many people now are, like, wearing smartwatches and stuff. Yeah. I think they're going to get it where they're just going to, like, 
underlay it under your oh, skin. Oh, just put a chip in your arm? Yeah, That's and it's gonna, you're going to look and it's going to display. And then it's going to create this weird, like, class or societal split. But it's going to be a weird, like, rich-poor split. But then there's also going to be this technology versus conservative split as well well you just got very dystopian and you're not going to know whether somebody's poor or they're just against technology but either one that you are you're still probably going to be considered less than the very progressive person who's got the coolest probably well you know there's people already doing that there's so there's like um a couple different subreddits i forget the name of them but they got like tattoos um, and stuff on it oh not even tattoos uh i've seen got things where guys have been putting like um chips in their underneath their skin so the, the you can pay with them. Well, they'll literally just go and do it at home. They'll cut open their skin, and it sounds gross, but then they'll put like a chip in. And I've seen a couple where like guys can like open up their doors like a badge into their house, yeah. and they have the chip in their hand, and they scan their hand. What do you think about house. that? Um, <clears throat> I think it's cool. I think Elon Musk's Neuralink just got uh, approved yeah. for human testing. So. Yeah. Though they're, like, finding out that, it, like, he definitely murdered a bunch of monkeys. Yeah. So, I don't know how far he's going to get. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, they're talking about... Didn't they just have a case where somebody uh, who was a, um, not, uh, paraplegic, yeah. they uh, were able to get him walking again by reconnecting his spine with a chip? Really? I didn't yeah. hear about this. Um, well, I don't have the article. You want me to look it up real quick? No, it's okay. Uh, you can bring it to the next podcast. Um, Give our listeners something to look forward to. But yeah, to. no, they've gotten really good with that technology. Like, mm-hmm. it's really advancing quick. I'm yeah. telling you, in the next, like, five years, I think medicine's going to have some really cool Let me ask you, heads. if in 10 years, how old? That puts us at about 40. They've done 10 years now of clinical trials with the Neuralink or some sort of equivalent. Yeah. Are you getting it? Oh, yeah. You are? 100%, yeah. I go back and forth. I would have to see you, like, right? I wouldn't be the first guy to get it. Yeah. But, like, if things got really dystopian, like, if out the gate people are getting hacked and, like, getting their... Because, God forbid, a hacker figures out how to get into you. Yeah. Like, now that you have a chip in your brain that's doing things. Yeah. Like, that's worst case You know scenario. what people should really be going to school for right now? And I'm really getting Computer dystopian. Computer engineering. Not even. They should be going to a school to become neurosurgeons because there's going to be such a black market for people wanting to get those chips out after they got them put in. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all I, well, that's what I'm sitting there thinking, right? Like, you're not going to want to get that pulled. And, oh, man. Like, we got to so... shift gears. We're too down. This is not our type of podcast. No. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, we're too far We're down in the, the science and technology podcast now. <laughs> no, that gets dicey, right? Do you really want a chip in your brain? Like, what if it gets really dystopian? I don't know. Like, I get nervous about an IUD. There can be scarring around it, and it can be hard to take out, let alone when it's in my brain and somebody else is yeah, in it. Yeah, no, that's wild. Look, if the technology is really sound, I would be in. If it was convenient But if and you safe, don't, then you fall behind. Well, then I guess I fall behind. You love fall. You don't even have... Yeah, I'll like, die a caveman. You hardly have an Instagram. Look, so. I don't even... I, yeah, really, right? <laughs> um, I, I keep swearing. After this phone dies, I got the 11 Pro Max. After this thing dies, I'm done with it. He says he's getting a flip phone, and you want to know what technology's response to that in the already dystopian universe that we live in? They do nothing but put iPhone flip phone or Samsung, whoever's got the flip phone ads on the Oh, TV. yeah, the smartphone flip phone that's a and gigantic say, Frankie, screen. Frankie, wait, you don't need to get rid of the smartphone. You can have a flip phone and a smartphone. <laughs> yeah, it was eerie that that commercial started playing just yeah, when, whenever I we talk like about that. that. It's fine. Um, no, that's... Uh, 
Yeah, so that's our summer, guys. <laughs> yeah, I had a good uh, transition there, but I forgot what it was, so my transition has since left. But um, yeah, let's talk about what's coming in the future. Yeah, so uh, how often are we trying to do this? No more than bi-weekly. So twice a month. Yes. All right, so all right, moving forward, we're going to try this twice a month. And um, I think we're going to keep it fairly freeform like this and see what sticks. Let us sticks. know what you think. We've got a new email address. It is livingfranklypodcast at gmail.com. Somebody already had Living Frankly, and we're not in the financial position yet as a podcast to be buying out emails. You know, give us a couple more episodes. I'm sure the sponsors will be knocking at our door. <laughs> but until then, <laughs> you've got a wedding you're going to coming up? Um, yeah. I've got a country that I'm going to coming up. Our good friends Matt and Deirdre are getting married, so yeah. that's big. We're going to see all of our friends. Anybody who listens to this is basically going to be there. Yes, basically only our listeners are (laughs) part of that group. Yeah. Um, Yeah, what else is... I'm going going to Greece. Greece. Yeah, you excited? Are you done being nervous about it? (laughs) Guys, she has been a wreck. That's a great word for it. I have been a wreck. She's been a... She's been falling apart over packing a bag and going on an international flight. And you know what? Even if Jenny from the block listens to this, <laughs> I, I'm blaming it on her. Jenny, you have had her so nervous about this trip that her bag, if she checks it in, is going to get sent to Antarctica. All right. I've yeah. never seen someone so mistrusting of checking a bag in that you've tried to pack everything out into two carry-on items like a whack job. Yeah, but, but we did it. Oh, you did it. As long as the carry on. I can't take any overhead. credit. You did it. You killed it. Thank you. Yeah, you know, you, you really went through, you, you refined the packing list. And I do feel like I have everything that I need. But you are a mess. I just don't have wiggle room yet. It's a little bulkier than I want. I just feel like the meetings keep piling off and people keep coming to me. And I'm like, I don't, I've been faking it for the last month, making you all, making it seem like I have an idea of what's happening. But we're in the crunch time now and the facade is gone. I don't want to be the responsible person anymore. I want somebody else to figure it out. I don't care if all the credit gets taken away from me. I don't want it. I just want to go and somebody tell me where to be. (laughs) That's all I want now. Guys. Do you hear this? And then we're going to some island, and all I can think is the ferry's going to get us there, and then there's going to be a hurricane, and we're going to be stuck on this island for the rest of our lives. A hurricane in Greece? I, I mean, know. I know they get tropical a storms. A tsunami. I mean, a forest yeah. fire? A forest fire. Yeah, I suppose a meteor could the hit too. The ferry workers could go on strike. And I suppose a unicorn could run into your plane while you're in the air. I can't make it on my own. You're, you're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> you're doomed. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you, but anyways, it will be great. I can't wait to tell you guys she's all. She's gonna it. have a blast in Greece. <laughs> Who are we kidding? She she's saying that now, and she's gonna touch down in Greece and just be like, oh, well, <laughs> time to party. Woo. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could tell you guys something in Greek, but Duolingo hasn't really been doing very well in the Greek. Yeah, and I haven't been. doing Oh, that's very what good I want to talk about in New Year's resolutions. We can talk about that next Oof. episode. All right. You have time to get on track before the the end of the year. Guys, there's three months left to fulfill your New Year's resolution. Oh, we can talk about Sober October to next episode. That is right, guys. Sober October's coming up. There's so much to look forward to. Yeah, I know. 
I mean, not really sober October. No, I just mean in our future podcast. Oh. Make sure to tell your friends and subscribe. I'm just kidding. Don't, well, yeah, I guess it's a podcast you can Shamelessly subscribe. plugging us yeah. at the end of the podcast. Always. If they've made it this far, they must like us a little. They've probably already known Go to subscribe Go check out our them. Instagram. I'm going to put on some new pics. Thank of you what? so much for listening. Of Canyonlands? Pictures of that? Of what? They haven't seen anything since April. That's true. Sure. If you follow us, I'll give you a shout out next time. Send us a DM. Send us an email. What do you want us to talk about? Do you want to be a guest on the podcast? Are you interested in becoming a sponsor of the show? Send us an email. Livingfranklypodcast at gmail.com. Well, that's a wrap, folks. <laughs> that was the shameless plug. I love it. Thank you for listening <laughs> to Living Frankly with Liv and Frank. We're your co hosts, Liv and Frank. <laughs> talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs>